Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, and as always, I'm joined by Richard. How you doing? Outstanding. 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 Well, Good I'm, I'm, we're in Dallas, so. Well, there's I that. Could, I could be better. And and as expected, it should be as expected to us with a first-year head coach. Oh, jeez. football team oh. not doing too well. But, oh, we, uh, we we talked about this. We, oh, we yeah, talked, yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's so, <laughs> God bless it. Well, it's a new it's coach. So I mean, what do we expect? You know, it's funny. I was on the, uh, one of the boards. I think it's, uh. 24-7 scout or whatever it is yeah. uh, for, for yeah. tech football. And I love reading that. Just reading it, I don't post or anything. But right. everyone's, like, about to kill themselves. And I'm thinking, <laughs> and they want to fire everybody, you know. Yeah, the, the right. Head coach right. who's been there the first year. This is their first year. The yeah, yeah, athletic yeah. director, you know, they want to yeah. get rid of the entire board of regents. I mean, it's like, right. my God, yeah, give sport, the guy a chance. <laughs> uh, it's not 1945 Germany, you know. Uh yeah, I mean, yeah. we're going to lose games this year. We, I, who thought we would be undefeated after we've been terrible for quite a while? Yeah, you know? no, it, I, I, I tell you, you know, with, with Alan Bowman being out, that that is, God, that's devastating. Absolutely devastating. And then, um, you know, and then even before the season starts, we lose we lose our, our soon-to-be backup. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's oh, God, yeah. It's, it's just like, are you serious? All over yeah. the place. Oh, it's crazy! I actually went to, did actually go to church a couple of weeks ago and prayed for tech. I swear to God to you, then we got steamrolled. Don't do that again. No, I never will. I mean, God's like, I don't have time for Texas Tech. Well, no, he's he's against tech, so I mean, that's what. No, it's, that's it's lately obvious over the years. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, oh well. Yeah. Anyway. Oh well. You know, if, yeah. we ever, if we ever get good again, I'm sure I'll be right back there with having oh, heart yeah. attacks. Oh these. yeah. Break out the uh, break out those little shocky paddles and the aspirin. No, I'm with you. But the good thing about this, which is a terrible way to look at it, is I agree. I know. I won't be nervous for any football games going forward, except maybe oh. Kansas. I'd at least like to beat them. Sweet mother of God. And then, <laughs> and then well. Uh, I was gonna say the other silver lining is that you know we can we can go out and hunt and we don't have to you know really oh up with the game you know that's right yeah we will have to yeah exactly because we're always thinking well when is it when's the game on yep that's uh, yeah, uh, okay yep <laughs> yeah well, well. God, it sound we are so such fair weather fans well yeah. no 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 we, you and I and and all of way. our friends we no we have served our time I right? yeah, totally totally I mean we have we I mean. So before 2011, we made basic. Well, we did. We made every single home game. We made a lot of the games at University of Texas, and we made all the games at Texas A&M. Yep. Uh, you know, we, oh, we, we went to Waco. Super, yeah, we went yeah, to Waco. I super, went to super dedicated. Norman several times. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's just end it there. So. Well. <laughs> yeah. But the good thing is, is that. Uh, Boy, hey, it's 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 still dove season. Uh, early teal season is over, and it's been better. It's it's definitely been better. Hey, hold on one second. Hey, folks, do you want to level up your hunting game and gear? If so, join the hunt to get killer hunting tips and tricks that'll help you out in the field. 
text the word BANDIT to 345-345 right now. And when you do, you'll even get access to some exclusive deals on the hunting gear and services we discuss right here on this podcast. Again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345 right now and join the hunt. Well, I predicted this on, it might have been the last podcast or one before. I said, well, you know, the, uh, the trend is up. Right. So that's a good thing. So hopefully it continues. And right, I guess that's not a prediction. It was a hope, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it has. So you know, yeah. And and talking about kind of the, some of the differences between you know this year and last year, it's I always love to, you know, to to look at the. It's, it's primarily a weather thing. Okay. Well, and then obviously, do do you have any sunflowers? Where are the cold fronts doing? So obviously, it is a is primarily a weather thing. Um. And really, the difference between this year and last year is the rain or lack thereof. Uh, but at, at this point last year, uh, no, definitely at this point last year, we were basically done. I mean, the, the entire month of October, it monsooned. I mean, it was to the point where I had to pull up my Jeep, I had to pull up my map on my phone. And are we in Dallas, Texas, or are we in the Congo? I mean, it's not right. supposed to rain this much. It was like a foot and a half or something incredible. So naturally, all the tanks filled up, and and then there there's there puddles. I mean, it was like water parks were opened up for dove, and it was awful because that's all we had to hunt over. So I I think I went out eight times and and shot one dove uh, in October. So that was really discouraging. Uh, but of course, I'm not bitter. Um, <laughs> fast forward to this year, and I think we already talked about open day, but. So kind of a, just a quick recap of the last couple of weeks of, of, of dove hunting. Again, it's, it's, been, it's been really hot. The entire state of Texas, uh, some portions have, have received some rain. Uh, a lot of them had not. You know, Rancho Bandito is freaking dry, and the tanks yeah. are drying up, which sucks for the animals. We did a big blog on, on, on the water and about how, you know, the animals need Even though the temperatures are getting a little bit cooler, they still have to have water. And as your water sources shrink, that really opens up your your hooved or all your animals really about to say only hooved animals but all your animals to predation you know it just becomes uh it becomes like when you, you look at the BBC channel with the the wildebeest and the lion you know <laughs> the the lion stalks the the five thousand wildebeest and that's literally what it becomes um and and so but of course you know with the water with the water drying up as good as or as much as it much as it is. Uh, you know, the dove have less place to water. So, uh, consequently, it's been a pretty good dove season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I guess the last couple of times I've been out, I've, uh, I was able to shoot 12, uh, and then eight, uh, another day. And I shot, I think I got one the following day. But that, man, that's, that's fantastic. I will take that all day, every day. Uh, and again, I, I'm chalking up that success to just lack of water. You know, mm. these birds are coming into this tank. I'm also kind of uh, chalking it up to the fact that uh, we, we've, we've had some cool fronts, okay? You know, for example, this past week, Montana got like three feet of snow, okay? Well, you know, I, I don't think I'm shooting dove from Montana, but but the, the, the fact is, is that, you know, all those birds are – that cool front's going to be blowing through down through Kansas, Oklahoma – uh, and it, it's really kind of funny. If you want to see when your migratory birds are going to be coming, just go look at the forecast that stayed above you. And it was it was really interesting. I think Tulsa was going to be in the 80s, you know. So that that tells me they're on the way. So we 
uh, again, it, it's been a lot of fun. We we shot pretty good number of birds. Um, it's it's been a it's been a lot better than it was uh, last year. So yeah, that's exciting. Well, I mean, speaking, we're close to having that break in the weather, and yep. let's see, uh, this this podcast will go out on the third of October, and a week from, kind of a week from then. Uh, yep. you know, the tenth, eleventh, twelfth. That big cold front, cool front, yes. I should say. Yes, it's coming through here. That's that. It, it's amazing how you can see. Okay, distinctly, that's the break. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I mean the 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 hot the low was going to be and I I I'm, tell me if 50s. I'm saying no. say it, tell me if I'm saying this wrong, but right fifties, fifties, yeah, fifties. I mean, he's been freaking ninety since right. I mean, forever. So yeah. man, that that is awesome. But yeah, yeah no, the so, highs will be the highs a week from now or yeah. around then will be yeah. what the lows are right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Boy, that is that is that's beautiful. a turnaround. Yeah, and and hopefully we'll get hopefully we'll get some rain. I mean, we're we're kind of at the point now where well we really need rain. That you know we we have not had a lot of our winter forbs come up, uh, which which is going to be which is potentially going to be a problem. You know for the you know for the browsers, you know so the the whitetail, uh, you know the grazers, the axis and the um and the black buck and all that. You know they still. They still got some some grass and whatnot, but those winter forms are absolutely huge. So, definitely need some rain, you know. So, what what is that going? Just I'm kind of sidetracking here, but um, I, I think because it is so dry, you know, feeder activity is going to be pretty darn good. Now, here's the other little little tidbit you got. Uh, typically, feeder activity earlier in the Texas deer season kind of stinks because. You've got the wintertime forbs coming up if you have rain, okay? But you also got to contend with the acorns and the pecans and all that. Yep. Now, some of the trees I've seen at Rancho Bandito are uh, overfloweth with acorns. So, Well, uh, even in my front yard of my house, I mean, they're yeah. constantly oh, yeah. falling now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. can hear them hitting our cars, you know. Yep, <laughs> yep. No, for sure. For sure, yes. The live oaks are starting to go. They typically go first, and then the uh, the red oaks will... We'll go after that, but um, so anyway, so kind of going back to talking about bird hunting. Well, uh, before you do that, uh, yeah, 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 you know, talking about you know deer and hopefully yeah. seeing them at feeders and whatnot. Um, you know, we want to tell them about the little giveaway we're contest we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you caught me mid drink. Um, <laughs> I thought yeah. that's what that was. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> now, yeah. So, yeah, we we are giving away. Uh, we are giving away three teammate T post game camera holders, um, and, and we've we've talked about it before. So please go to our website. I put it on social media. Um, you know, go and, and and sign up to get a chance to win. You know, for these things, especially for our Texas hunters. Uh, I, I know that y'all. You, you sometimes you got your feeder pens that where you know, your feeders are inside there. Probably going to be um, fenced in with. Uh, you know, with T-posts and be the bullpen or hog wire or whatever. And so th- those T-posts are awesome places to put the, the, the teammate T-post camera mount and then put one of your game cameras there. Um, they, they hold them there. They're extremely secure. Uh, and they're, man, they're just a, it's a really great product. So we use a lot of them at the ranch, um, at Rancho Bandito, and they're, they're really nice. You know, we don't have to mess with the straps, all that kind of stuff. I mean, just kind of set it and forget it type thing. Time to see what's out there, right? If you oh, haven't yeah, been already. 
Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. And a lot of people already got their their cameras out. You know, I typically, I typically, you know, we we try to get ours going, and, and after the velvet has has kind of shed, which you know, right now they're in hard antler, um, and they have been for a couple of weeks now, at least in our area of Texas. Um, uh, because again, we with velvet, like, oh my god, look at that guy's got twelve inches of mass. You know, well, it's <laughs> little misleading. So, well, the beautiful um, yeah, things are. About these uh, teammates, though, really, is it's kind of a set it and forget it situation, right? Where yes. yeah. if you are using T posts and you know you're using the bailing wire, like you mentioned, or the yeah. uh, the bungee cords or whatever, or just wire, yeah. you know, you kind of worry, right, that your camera's going to fall or get knocked and oh, you know, no be at an angle, weird angle, or whatever yep. like that. These it sits nicely on the T post and it's snug, snug on the T post. You know, so long as your T post is snug where it is. You know these these mounts fit snugly on there and will hold your camera in place. So you don't no, really have to worry about it. So that's yo, you're, that's you're the exactly peace of mind right. that you have to kind of think about. Oh no, you're you're exactly right. I mean, I, it's funny. I was just thinking about we've got we've got several. We've got like twenty thousand game cameras, and and one of the brands has a um, kind of a little channel through the back of it where you can put wire and all that kind of stuff. And I distinctly remember going out there with bailing wire and, and, and trying to actually adhere it to a, a T post and I cinched it down. We we've got a buddy who our our, our good friend Matt. So when he cinches stuff down like it, it, it's not gonna go anywhere. It's impossible. You can't undo it. You yeah, 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 yeah. You can't undo it. But so I, I did it Matt style. And uh sure sure as hell I came back and it's all sideways. I'm like mother <laughs> But that, but that doesn't happen with the uh, with the teammate T-post mount. So, yeah, yeah, that's a really cool product. So, yeah, please go to our our our, our site and get registered and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, and it's going uh, until October twentieth. So be sure to go to feedbandit.com and click on the link at the top of the page, and it'll take you to the sign up area. You can see a couple of videos uh, about the teammate, and uh, yeah, sign up for it. Join the hunt. Yep. Totally. All right. Totally. So, yeah, so going back to the birds. Uh, yeah, so, so the dove hunting has been pretty good, and uh, that's that's exciting because obviously that is literally what, what, what keeps me going. I mean, it is my oxygen. It, it is my blood. Uh, I, I love it that much. So, But the other thing I love this time of year is, is going to be the teal birds. So, you know, just a quick recap. So teal are the smallest of, I guess, the 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 North American uh, ducks. There's three species of teal. There's the blue wing teal, the green wing, and the cinnamon teal. The blue wing teal are typically the first birds to get up and go at the, at the slightest hint of cool weather. To, so it's not uncommon to see you know blue wing teal start showing up in, in real tealy areas. You know, so so really anywhere with water, okay? Um, you know, as as early as uh, early as September. Well, you know, we had some disturbances up north uh, that actually brought some down. I, I think I saw some like August twentieth, which was which was crazy. I'm like, God, you guys are a bunch of ding dongs. It's not going to get that cold. You should have stayed up there. It's hotter than hell down here. Uh, so, so I was, I was really confident that, that we were going to, um, that we were really going to get into them. Um, so I've, I've, so teal season's now over, like, well, especially when this airs, it, it'll definitely be over, but, uh, Texas does have an early teal season. And so I went out three times. <laughs> the first time I went out, 
uh, my buddy and I are are waiting on that that moment that shooting light. You know, my 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 cell phone goes off with the alarm right at shooting light, so I so I make sure I'm legal. And uh, we've got our Walker's game ears on. Okay, so those are the the earmuffs that they got the you know amplification where you can hear things real well. And all of a sudden, I hear this. And we both look at each other because we we know what that is, and that that is an old, an old grizzly mallard who's sitting there, quite you know, who's sitting there, you know, quacking at us. And sure enough, we we both kind of look up, which of course is the cardinal sin. You never look up at ducks because uh, your especially because your white face is like, oh boy, okay, there's problem down there. Sure enough, there's I think we counted close to. 25 mallards right above us it was just so cool to see that so that was opening week of tail season and so we said man if we've got big ducks down there okay if we've got big ducks we got to have the teal you know they got to be here and uh, we gave it to about eight o'clock and and nothing nothing didn't see a single bird um went out the second time this time uh, i guess i guess probably a week had passed uh, went out with my wife and my blind and deaf dog, uh, who I love dearly, and then my my two girls. So, let, boy, let me tell you, what a production! I love easily it. could have used another person, but you know, it's funny because they've done it so much that they they know the drill, you know. So, um, got my decoys out, got got my girls set, uh, you know, trying to get Scarlet. My like, Scarlet here, you know, she's sitting there in front of the water. I'm like, what are you doing? And uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, just waiting again, waiting on that magic hour, waiting or ma- magic minute rather for, for them to, to come. And so Julie had my wife had my Walker's game ears on. So uh, the problem is she forgot to turn them on, but she says, I, I hear a whistle. I'm like, Oh my God, that that's phenomenal. Again, I, I think that she's, she's got the, got them on where she can hear really well. I don't know how the hell she heard it because I didn't hear anything. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm peeping on my, my teal whistle and sure enough, here they come. I can hear them just flying over my head, just little jets, you know, and of course my heart's pounding. Uh, and Scarlet actually heard them too, which, which is amazing because she's had no less than 10,000 shots put over her head or, or on the, the side of her head. And so, you know, teal, teal will, you know, just like all ducks, uh, you know, they'll, they'll come swooping in and they'll go back out and they'll come around. Now, what I have found with teal, and 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 this, I, I don't know, maybe it's just the teal or maybe it's just the area that I hunt. The area that I hunt, typically those teal still, they kind of hover, you know, 10 feet above the water. They don't go way up high like the big diver or the uh, big puddle ducks do, mallards and, and gadwalls and all that. You know, they, they kind of stay a couple of feet above the surface and swoop in, you know, and in and out and in and out. And I know they see my decoys. I've got my dove mojo out there. I mean, I'm in good shape. Um, and, and to kind of set it up, I've got like a little pocket of water and I've set my decoys up. Um, I've set my decoys up kind of in a C. Okay. With the mojo in the middle. So all, so I've set it up to where those teal can just swoop right in. Um, and, and you said you have your dove decoy out there. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a huge tip for really for all, um, you know, for all ducks, uh, you know, they, they don't really, you know, they're not really prejudiced against the gray small duck, a.k.a. the dove decoy, <laughs> and especially the teal. So that that's definitely always in my arsenal, uh, just to have a, a, a mojo out there. And I just use my dove mojo, and it works great. But um, so, you know, the, the point of me saying them swooping down is that I'm really tempted to, you know, to, to take a shot, you know, in air and, 
and whatnot instead of trying to get them when they're you know they're actually like coming landing you know that that's kind of an easier shot well well sure as hell my patience paid off uh, for once and uh, i had about 25 teal sit down i mean no less than god 10 yards from me and uh i fired and i was able to get i was able to get four uh with three shots so that's how close together they were Wow. Uh, it was awesome. I've got a good video of it. Of course, all you can see is fire and hear my girls screaming and Scarlet going crazy. So was able to drop drop four there in the limit six. Okay. And so we waited another oh probably thirty minutes or so. And I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go out there and start uh, round. Oh yeah, I had a I had a, a bird that was that was that was dying, but it was still you know, whatever, it was still, it was still, uh, still alive. So I wanted to go out there and dispatch it. So I'm like, you know, I'm bring my gun with me. Uh, and that, and that, that's a huge tip. You know, when you're going out in your decoys, you're going out to fetch a bird, you always bring your gun with you. And, and this is the reason why you do it. So, I mean, again, we've been sitting there for 30 minutes after we fired. Okay. I go out there and I am, I am halfway, you know, up to my, up to my, you know, shins and water. And Julie goes, here comes two more. And sure as hell enough, here come two more. And I freeze. And of course, Scarlet's with my dog swimming around like, you know, she didn't care. <laughs> right. And I had, I had two teal come right at me. And so and I didn't have my camera on my head because I didn't want to drop it. But God, I wish I did because I raised my gun, fire one, and it, I hit that thing with a full wad. It actually blew the duck back, which was really funny. <laughs> and then, and then the other, then the other, the, the other duck was like, no, Judy, <laughs> she rolled around, came back and I got him. Uh, yeah. Of course the girls were going crazy. Hey, and that's my limit. I mean, it was an amazing, amazing right. hunt. Uh, and just, just a lot of fun. So, um, the night before I killed 12 doves. So that's, that's man, that's it for me. That is what I enjoy. So, yeah, uh, it was, okay. a, can't ask for more than that. No, well, you're maybe real, three I, more doves, but yeah, exactly. Not, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, that is just, I mean, it just, of course, now you know. And I was thinking to myself, that'll tighten me over, and of course, now I'm just chomping at the bit to get back out there. But tighten uh, you over till Sunday, Sunday night, or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, hold on one quick moment. Hey folks, have you ever wished that there was an easier way to find the hunting feeds, supplies, and services you need, when and where you need them? If so, check out our hunter search at feedbandit.com, where you can see what hunting suppliers are in your area or are on the way to your land. Don't waste any more precious time searching Google or calling around for feed, blinds, feeders, or even outfitters. Just use our targeted search for hunters, the FeedBandit Hunter Search, over at feedbandit.com. We'll find your feed. So yeah, it was a lot of fun, um, and I was able to uh, to get those teal cleaned, and uh, we add them up, and they were good. And I uh, did a little video on how to clean them, so I'm gonna make that video here shortly, and we'll we'll post it in, uh, on our YouTube page. So um, but, yeah, I've got a couple more weeks of uh, really kind of the 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 prime dove hunting until we get into November, and of course November is <clears throat> primarily going to be occupied by deer, but. Uh, you know, as bad as last dove season was, um, you know, obviously this season could be better. But man, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, it it's been it's been great. So, awesome. only wish my partner in crime could come hunt with me. Hmm. Uh, well, hmm. I, you know, I, come uh, November, I'm going to be very mm-hmm. open. Well, you better. <laughs> I hope. 
<laughs> Got a lot going on uh, the month of October. Uh, mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. of that nature. But, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, uh, down there at the, on the MLD properties, you know, I guess people are starting to hunt deer with rifles. I mean, oh, yeah. Now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Texas bow season is, is well underway. And uh, it, it's funny, the Texas bow hunter, my one of my most favorite uh, sites, and I, I, it's, it's my my crack cocaine. Uh, it's funny to to hear all the guys like fear went off, sweating my butt off, mosquitoes everywhere. <laughs> you know, it's just the the, the typical. But um, with that big front blowing through, a lot of them are going out there. Hopefully, it'll it'll get the deer on their feet. Uh, it's probably going to trigger some potential rutting activity in, in East Texas. Uh, if not already, uh, they, they typically run earlier. Now, the scientists say that the weather has nothing to do with it, but man, I, and, and I guess I believe them, you know, cause they, they have, they have letters after their name and I really don't, but, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I well, always you actually thought, do. Well, that's true. I have VI and an MBA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Idiot. Well, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be, um. It's it's getting to be that time of year, man. It's exciting. Heck yeah. I'm yep. looking forward to sitting in a deer blind. That's for yep. sure. Yep. How's your venison supply? I know you found a bunch. I did too, but mm-hmm. not a bunch, but some. Uh, well, I need to uh, start adding back to my freezer. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yep. hopefully I'll be able to contribute more to these uh, hunting recaps uh, come you know, oh, yeah. end of October into November. Yeah. Although, yeah. you know, like uh, like the listeners, I'm enjoying listening to the recap of your, your weekends. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and always learning you. learning something, you know, like the uh, the Mojo Dove decoy. For yes. 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 There. So I guess if yeah, you already yeah. have a Dove decoy, like mo- a Mojo one, then maybe you don't need to spend money on a on a duck mojo. Yeah, you know, they, they, they you know, Mojo, the, the actual company, I, I know a, a Mojo is is kind of like Kleenex now, you know, which that's, I wish Feed Bandit was branded like that. That would be awesome. It's like, oh, yeah, look, look at my Feed Bandit over here. Um, but, you know, they, uh, the, the, all the, the spinning wing decoys are, um, the spinning wing decoys, they they make them in all different kinds of styles now. They got gad walls and mallards and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I would like to get one for duck hunting, but um, the problem is they're they're a little bit bigger, you know. So they fill up space in my bag, and I know I'm just gonna drop it in the water and it's gonna piss me off. And mm-hmm. anyway, so yeah, I just stick with my little dove decoy, and it seems to work. So, well, to, to each their own. At least you mm-hmm. know your your limitations, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, 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 very true, very true. All right, cool. Uh, so, what else you got? Anything else? You know, that is... Uh... Just give folks a kind of a, a recap on what, what's been going on in our world. Uh, we'd love to hear, you know, from, yeah. all, from you guys out there how your dove season's been going, uh, or your teal season, you know. I mean, if you were able to get out and get you some of those ducks, uh, please let us know. You know, you can always uh, give us a shout at howdy at feedbandit.com, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, for sure. Yep. Okay. yep. We absolutely would love to. So, got well, cool. some good stuff coming up. We do. We got some uh, We got some interesting uh, interesting uh, talks coming up. Uh, we're talking to some 
some fun folks, and we're going to have some more interesting uh, conversations about uh, other issues around hunting, you know, things that yep. uh, the people should know about or consider or anything like that. So, you know, as always, you know, we hope we're uh, entertaining everyone out there with uh, the different kind of subjects where we talk about on the podcast. And, uh, you know, if there's anything anyone out there, you know, wants us to talk about, hey, again, email us, let us know. We'd love to... Yes. Uh, We'd love to uh, talk about a uh, a, sub, a listener suggested uh, topic. That would be yeah, fun. So, for sure. Uh, howdy at feedbanet dot com is the uh, is the email. Just uh, give us a shout. Let us know. Uh, with that, I don't have anything else. You got anything? Well, I think that's it, my friend. I wish I was signing off and getting in the pickup and uh, uh, heading down. Yeah, but uh, that's not going to happen. So I'll just uh, attempt to go sleep. I guess. Yeah, I guess we're taking the weekend off, right? So it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Well, I'm going to Austin. I have a baptism, so I'm the godfather, which means I'm going to eat myself stupid on Italian food, probably drink too much vodka, but uh, <laughs> hey, God, and you have to deal with the the Waco traffic, dude. God, uh, yeah, I, have I fun know. with that. Well, you oh, go yeah. Around it. Yeah. Wh- which way do you go? So it's... uh. We cut kind of through town a little bit, and what is it, 287 or something? That And then it hits back to 35 on the north side of Waco, so you don't have to go through that. You know, oh, all that stuff. oh, yeah, so in Temple, do you exit and go, no, like, I, go no, through? Like, right, you could, but I, uh, we've always done it just at Waco there, you know. Okay, all right. Well, they, I know my my in laws did that not too long. It goes, oh, it was horrible. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking at all these. You know, let's go to. Because uh, I was thinking we'd go to go 45 to Corsicana, uh, and then Corsicana up. You know, that'll get you past Waco and then to Temple and Austin. But uh, oh, I mean, you, you know, actually, I why I don't know why the hell we're talking about this? I'm going to take the feed band to helicopter. Oh, there you, go. there you go. Yeah, stupid. Or just used our hunter search and uh, map your way way oh, down. Oh, uh, hell, that's a great idea. Oh uh, well, but speaking of, I mean, you know, that's uh, we we've we've alluded to the hunter search for a while, and yep. we're going to be talking about that a little more. So stay tuned. Yes. I think it'll be something that everyone uh, listening will really want to want to take advantage of and uh, and use. It'll really help us out. Uh, while we're in the field and on the way to our land. So, uh, yeah, no doubt. With that little teaser, stay tuned. We will probably have a, an intro uh, podcast oh, on yeah. what it's all about. So, oh, yeah. We're, we're really excited. been working hard on it. So Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about it, and it's, uh, it's, it's revolutionary, and it's going to uh, it's gonna make a difference for a lot of people out there. So it's, um, it's been pretty cool. Well, all right. That, that's all I got. So uh, I guess we can sign off on this one. Yep. You know, have a good one and stay tuned for a new Feed Bandit podcast coming up next week. And support your local feed store, as always. Indeed. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit podcast. Just a reminder to text the word BANDIT to 345-345. And when you do, you'll join our email list where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services, along with entertaining tips and tricks, straight to your inbox. You don't want to miss out. So again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345, and we look forward to seeing you on the hunt. Until next time, have a good one, and remember to support your local feed store.